You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome to another special edition of the E2C Network. This is E2C Extra, where we cover special topics within the spectrum of the Auburn family and the Auburn culture. That can be sports-related. It can be about food. It can be literally about anything we talk about it here on this series on our podcast network. Uh, so tonight I thought it would be a great opportunity uh, to talk about something that is very prevalent and very important uh, discussion that is being had in our country right now and how it relates to Auburn athletics. And if you are aware of recent news, if you're listening to this in current events, you know what we're talking about. But if you don't, if you're listening to this a year down the road, this episode, let me set the table for you. Uh, currently, our country is dealing with discussions about racial issues, not just in the United States, but that's where it really set, settles here, but across the world. And But we're focusing here on the United States and more specifically for us, Auburn University in this episode here, uh, related to the unfortunate and tragic murder of George Floyd. And a lot of has happened. There's been a lot of anger, a lot of hurt, a lot of discussion that needs to be had. But I also want to magnify the good things that are coming out of this. And that is conversations, learning, listening. And I think that's what we want to do here on this episode. So that's how we set the table for people listening in current events, but also for those that may be listening further off in the future. Now, I can't just sit here and give my opinion because A, I don't have all the information, but B, that'd just be boring. Let's be honest. I'm not that interesting. I had to get a, another voice here to share their opinion about what's been going on and maybe give a different perspective that some of us may not have had before. And so I have found an individual, uh, Michael Floyd. He is currently a rising sophomore at Auburn University. Um, if you have been watching any basketball games, you've probably seen him loud and proud in the middle of the student section. Uh, he is very passionate about his Auburn Tigers, especially his Auburn basketball, as any aspect of Auburn athletics. Uh, but he's also very passionate about this issue as an African-American man. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity to sit down with him and discuss that tonight. So, Michael, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's always an, an opportunity, a great opportunity to always talk about um, a school that I, that is true and near and dear to my heart, and that is Auburn University, and to talk about, you know, what it, what does face our country today as an African American man. Yes, I think this is a perspective that is very much needed, especially if we, you know, uh, my, and I, let me uh, kind of pull the curtain back for the listeners a little bit. Michael and I actually sat down the day before recording this to talk together just ourselves, because personally my biggest thing with all this is that i think one of the biggest problems in society is that we don't talk enough we do a lot of talking right. at each other but we don't talk to each other so he and i sat down to kind of figure out where we were on this spectrum on this discussion and i think i don't i, don't, I won't, don't want to speak for michael but i think we found that 
and it's not a shocker here, I don't think, but we agree with more than we disagree with. Is that a fair right. statement, Michael? Right. It is. It is. Yes. And I, and I think that's very refreshing uh, because I think sometimes we get so encamped in our own sides and things that we're not able to realize, hey, they're not that much different from me. They don't think that much different from me. And no matter what the issue is, it could be about orange or blue, uh, Alabama or Auburn. Some well that that one we're not going to get into Alabama and Auburn that one that's I feel like we could get some real people fired up about that one Michael but we're not right gonna do that yes tonight. we can yes <laughs> but I do want people to get to know you a little bit before we talk about just tell, I've already kind of set the table you're a rising sophomore at Auburn just tell me a little bit about you know yourself where you come from and uh, what makes you such an awesome Auburn fan well well sure I would love to well first off to everyone that is listening whether. Uh, whatever part of the world you are listening from, first off, War Eagle, and it's always a great day in the life of an Auburn Tiger. Um, I am Michael Floyd. I am from Bruton, Alabama. That is in between Greenville and that is Mobile. So we're probably an hour from Greenville and probably an hour and a half from Mobile. Um, I am an uprising sophomore at Auburn University. Uh, I am a journalist, pre-journalism major. Uh, as you can see, I love to talk. <laughs> and uh, and, you know, I, I love talking about things that motivate me that are passionate and near and dear to my heart. Um, I have always been an Auburn fan. And, and you know, growing up, I'm and growing up being an Auburn fan, you know, watching uh, us win the 2010 National Championship to uh, the, thir- the 2013 National Championship run uh, by our basketball team making that Final Four run uh, by our baseball team making it to the College World Series. You know, I've always – I've been passionate about all of our sports and all of our coaches. Uh, I truly believe that we have some of the best fans uh, in the NCAA, and I stand near and dear to that. Uh, and you know, it's just uh, I'm glad that you have invited me because uh, I think more people, like you said, we need to communicate more. And I just want to uh, I'm just going ahead and put this out there. My last name is Floyd, but I am nowhere uh, related to uh, – the young man who lost his life in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So I just want to clear that up for some people, but I do want to bring light to things. And you're right. We do need to communicate more because, you know, sometimes uh, we lack things because we don't communicate more. And I'm glad you opened, reached out to me and I'm glad to be here today. Yeah. And I think it's really good because honestly, on just outside of this, um, you are part of our Facebook group, which I invite anybody to be a part of. It's Auburn Tigers Discussions by E2C Network on Facebook. Uh, we've seen you in there. You've been sharing a lot of great things and posting there. And I like to meet people that have either followed some of our stuff, whether they listen to podcasts or not. And just I, I like connecting with the Auburn family. And so this is another great opportunity on a very important subject to do that. So that's why uh, I enjoy doing this type of thing, even though sometimes the conversations may be a little bit tough or right. necessarily uncomfortable. I don't, you know, my, here's my theory, Michael, it's only awkward unless you make it awkward. Right. And I'm naturally an awkward person. So everything's awkward to me. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we start this way? I, I'll say this for all the lists. Remember we're setting the table again. I keep using that phrase, but this is what I mean. I want to make sure we kind of come from an even playing field on all of this is that, Um, we're not here to preach to anybody on one side. We are here to, I personally, I'm here mainly to let Michael tell his side of the story uh, because I think 
I want him to be able to share his perspectives. And I, I may chime in with some things that I see and I, I feel about the situation, but that's what mainly this is about. But we're not here to preach. We're here just to communicate and hopefully facilitate communication between everyone else out there, whether this is currently or off in the future, way off in a year or three years, four years from now, if you're listening to this podcast episode somehow. Um, so Michael, with that, I want you to just kind of talk about what happened with George Floyd, um, what's going on in our country as a whole first. And then after that, we'll kind of get into what does that mean for Auburn? Um, gosh, you gave me a great question right off the bat. I like it. Um, <laughs> first, I, I do want to say this. Um, what happened to uh, the late George Floyd is tragic, it's horrible, and I do not wish that on nobody's worst enemy. Uh, no one should be under a knee of a police officer or anybody for doing something, you know, for a misunderstanding and something which will lead to eventually that person losing their life. And, you know, if that was me or anybody, uh, if a person says, I can't breathe, then, uh, then let up. And I think that has become a, a slogan of this uh, movement, uh, Black Lives Matter. And I do want to say this about um, whether this reaches Minnesota or Houston, Texas, or Charlotte, North Carolina, places where Mr. Floyd was funeralized. Uh, if his family perhaps listens to this, I do want to uh, express my deepest and sincerest condolences to the Floyd family. Absolutely. Um, I do not, like I said, I do not wish that on anybody. But I do want to clarify this, that, you know, uh, some people have said that we're uplifting George Floyd. And, and uh, I do want to put a correction out to that. You know, we are not uplifting him uh, in his wrongdoing. We're just saying that his life, his life, his life matters. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what he did, you know, uh, if he did something wrong, and that's why there's a justice system. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, what I and there's a saying that said the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, and I think Mr. Floyd was the straw that broke the camel's back in black in Black America, uh, letting people know that you know, uh, you know, we've been mistreated for years, and you know, we've lost many lives towards police brutality, uh, or many lives like. The young man who lost his life in Georgia, um, Ahmad Aubrey, I yep. think that's his name. Yep. Um, he wasn't killed by a police officer. He was killed by a vigilante. Uh, Trayvon Martin, who was shot in Florida, didn't lose his life to a police officer. He lost his life to a vigilante. So, you know, um, this can happen to anybody. And, you know, when we say Black Lives Matter, we're not saying that white lives don't matter, Mexican lives don't matter. We're saying that, yes, all lives do matter, but black lives are at stake right now. And that's why I think people get uh, misconfused uh, about what we're actually trying to do. Uh, I want to say this. I do not condone, but I strongly condemn all the rioting and the looting and the burning. Uh, That has no place in the American society. Uh, In order for us to get something done, we must do it peacefully. We must do it prayerfully and we must do it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I could have said it any better there, uh, that last statement you just made. Uh, here's one of the common grounds. And, and again, when Michael and I talk about this, we're aware that not everybody who might listen to share this common ground with us. But he and I both believe after talking to each other that the, ultimately this is the ground that matters in solving this problem. And that is 
um, Jesus. And I know, right. again, we understand that not everybody listening may be a Christian or agree with that, but um, all, we are all equal at the foot of the cross. And Jesus is the one that covers this problem because ultimately, when you get down to this, this is a sin problem in the world. Um, and I think that is how these problems actually get fixed. But it doesn't mean we can't work to that point to get people to realize that and hopefully make the ultimate change that comes forward from that. So um, I, w- I would say this, um, I have had a heart personally for the, I hate saying the other side of the, the equation, Michael, but it feels like it kind of, that's the way I have to describe it. Right. I don't really think there's a side, another side to this, but th- it feels like there's a group of people out there. Um, and I do think this largely uh, includes white Americans um, that are feeling difficult about this situation because there's a lot, it's, there's a lot of difficult stuff that, that's at play here. Right. Um, and some are feeling like that they are being pushed away from the conversation because of certain topics. We might get into this, some of them here, but it's not really pertinent to now. But I just want those listeners out there to know that we both recognize um, those difficult feelings, those difficult uh, um, conversations that need to be had. And that's why Michael and I are sitting here right now uh, and why we sat together the other day, just to have the conversation to two of us so we can understand each other better, so we can express things that maybe we're feeling and we're not sure about and uh, how we move forward from this. So that's what uh, I want to make sure that both sides here, even though there really isn't two sides in this, uh, to to hear that point. So is what else would you share on your heart about, or is there anything else you'd like to share about the, the, the situation as a whole? As a whole, I, um, me, I, I, me personally in the great city of Bruton, Alabama, I have been in contact with our mayor, our chief of police, our sheriff, our city council, members of the community. Uh, and, and that's what needs to be done, not just here in this state of Alabama, but all across this country. Um, I will say this. I will refer to the state of Alabama as a whole. We do have a haunting, a very haunting uh, history um, towards the oppression of, um, I'm not going to use the term African-American. I'm going to use the term black. Uh, yeah. But it has a history of, uh, of oppression towards black people. Uh, we've had several uh, incidents that have happened in this great state that modernized the civil rights movement was it was Dr. King leading marches from Selma to Montgomery for the right to vote, whether it was Rosa Parks refusing her seat on the bus, uh, refused to give up her seat on the bus, excuse me, and to where it was peacefully protester being, being water hosed in Birmingham to where, or to where four little black girls were bombed inside of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham. Uh, you know, so this, this, this state has been very vital in the, uh, in the movement of civil rights. But the thing is, we must learn from, those, from that past, and we must not repeat it. Um, and, and, and I want people to say this, and, and I was looking through my phone so I can uh, help people grasp the idea more. Um, in October, we celebrate or uh, we honor uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, but we're not saying prostate cancer doesn't matter. Uh, but October brings awareness to breast cancer. Um, so when someone or when your friend has hurt their leg and someone tells you to go get somebody for help, and you say, "Well, what about my leg?" Well, your my leg is not hurt. 
but your friend's leg is hurt. So they matter at that moment. At this point in time, we're saying Black Lives Matter at this moment because, you know, we're being tragically killed. We face, we're, we face oppression. We face racism, prejudice, and discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um, and to tell you the truth, you know, this is not just in the world. It's in the workplace. In the workplace. It's in our schools. Uh, you know, and, you know, I'm afraid and I'm very sad in that, you know, there are some teachers who are uh, who are low-key racist or prejudiced or they like to discriminate in our school system. So, you know, and that makes me feel that, you know, well, my child might not, I don't, I don't have any kids, but I'm just saying yeah. from a parent's perspective, uh, you know, my child is being taught by this woman. And, you know, I don't know what is she, she might not be teaching him the same material or, or have a little grudge towards my child if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just think what we need to do, um, I know a lot of people are bringing up Dr. King and, and what, the way he did things. Uh, yes, the way he did things was the right way. But in the end, we must realize that people still dislike Dr. King. So I want to use one of his quotes, uh, you know, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Uh, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. We need to love each other. I don't care if you're red, yellow, black, or white. You, we have to love. Uh, and I'm, you know, I know, pretty sure you're going to ask me because you know we're here to discuss Auburn, and I will discuss just at a later, at a later point. But you know, we 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 have to love our fellow our fellow men. Uh, and you brought in Christ. Uh, and my grandmother always tells me, how can you say you love? God, a man you've never seen, but you hate your fellow neighbor. Mm. So, uh, and, 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 you know, we have to examine ourselves. And, you know, it starts from the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to start in the inside. It has to start at home. And, uh, you know, and, and I believe, uh, I'm going to say this, I don't think defunding the police is going to solve anything. Um, I think that you, we need reforms in the police, but I don't think we need to yep. defund them. Uh, and somebody asked me, you know, well, the officer that had his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck, was he a racist? Well, I thought about that. Well, you know, he didn't, there were some, there were some prior complaints against the officer. Uh, you know, there were a rumor that he had previously shot a black man, but you know, like I said, that's a rumor. Or, you know, the cop could have had a bad day. Or, you know, he was just a mean cop. Or, mm. you know, he just you know, I don't know what led him to do what he did, right. but it doesn't justify what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we have to re-examine ourselves. Uh, all white people aren't bad and all black people aren't good. And that's how I feel about this. Um, there's a man in our in the Brew community named the Reverend H.K. Matthews. He marched with Dr. King and he's the one that said the previous statement I just said. And when he said that, I said, you know, that's right. You know, racism can go both ways. Racism can be uh, white against white, black against black. You know, it can be it can be internal racism and not outward racism all the time. And we have to and we have to realize that. So, you know, I I discourage the listeners, uh, whoever is listening now or down the road, you know, uh, don't go down the racist path. Don't go down the prejudice path. Don't go down the discriminatory path. You know, uh, don't stereotype anybody because it's not right. Uh, we all have the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what our founding fathers wanted us to live as a country in unity. And, you know, we have to get back to our core values. And I know I've been talking a lot. And I'm going to be quiet after a while. No. Uh, <laughs> but, but like I told you yesterday when we discussed, you know, um, 
Alabama has made progress, but that doesn't mean there's still uh, some racial t- racial tendencies in tendencies mm-hmm. in this state. Uh, like if when you when you plant a tree and a tree grows up, you might chop off the top part of the tree, but in the end, if you look below the tree stump, there are still roots there. Mm-hmm. So you know there are still some. We probably cut off a tree, or we probably cut off some of this uh, the strong racism and all this in our state, but in the end, there are still some roots that are still planted throughout this state. And I just advise people to just search as that, re-examine yourselves so, you know, we can become a better state, a better country. Yeah. I like what you said about this. Um, I think what a lot of people miss in this on, on either equation side of this is that the problem gets fixed with you. Um, right. It gets fixed at the individual level. We can talk about movements. We can talk about uh, you know, policy changes and do those things. Um, but it doesn't take hold unless you do it yourself. And that's what, and that's what this is about here between me and Michael. And I've actually had, and I'm sure Michael as well has had conversations with other people, um, that I've been very trying to live. I'm preaching it. So I'm trying to live in it, live it out as well. So start with yourself, then work and make, and make sure you've got things as right as they can be. Nobody's perfect. You'll always make mistakes. You'll always sin. Uh, but right. make sure you uh, are on solid footing before you move forward with a bigger movement. I will say this because I really want us to cover in on Auburn uh, about this because this is an Auburn-centric show. But And I think this maybe will lead into some of the discussion here. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I'm a little – and I'm not nervous to say it to Michael because he and I have had this conversation, but to put myself out here on the airwaves like this because I know that people will take things and run with them and say things. Um, I believe that you can be – um, 100% buying a message, but not the messaging. And right. what what I, and what I what I see in not the whole of the Black Lives Matter movement is not a problem of the message, but in some certain instances that are very prevalent, a problem with the messaging. And I think that is where some of the disconnect and the frustrations and um, anger, in some sense, comes on either side of this. And, uh, you know, I, I think some of that goes back to Colin Kaepernick uh, with the kneeling at uh, the football games during the national anthem. Uh, everybody's got the right to protest. In fact, I think we should. Um, I've done it in my lifetime against something that I found passionate about, and I wouldn't fault anybody for peacefully protesting. As Michael said, we condemn the riots, we condemn the destruction, right. um, but peacefully protesting. I do think that there is room for the Black Lives Matter movement to grow in some areas right. um, in terms of understanding that the, me- the messaging is ruining the message. And I think that personally, Colin Kaepernick falls into that category with the kneeling during the national anthem. He has the right, right. to perfectly, you know, you do what you want to You're just going to have to understand that you're sometimes your messaging will push away from the people that you're trying to reach with your message. Hey, Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. 
The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C Network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. I think what that shifts over to the Auburn spectrum here is how we process that as an Auburn family and goes to what I think you and I are both super proud of is I believe it was it Monday that everything happened, um, Michael, the, the peaceful protest in Auburn? Is it, that... it, matter of fact, it was Sunday. 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 So well, it's a, a great day. Before. The Lord's Day is a great day for that to happen. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, exactly. But Auburn, the, the, the community, uh, that being residents, that be um, the university faculty, staff, administration, athletic department coaches, players, students from every walk of life, came out to Tumor's Corner and other parts of the campus to peacefully protest about uh, this issue that we're facing in our country right now. So just kind of share things that you were encouraged by and, and things like that. Um, I, will, I will say this. this it, it was a, uh, a lot of people there, and I do want to applaud uh, Auburn Mayor Ron Anders, uh, Mayor Ron Anders for his diligence in serving the great people of Auburn, Alabama, and for allowing these peaceful protests to happen. Uh, that's the second uh, pr- peaceful protest, uh, second large peaceful protest uh, that has happened in Auburn in the last two weeks. Um, but the one on Sunday, this past Sunday, was different. Uh, you had Auburn's first black African American, first black, excuse me, athletic director, uh, Alan Green. Um, you had coach Gus Malzahn lead some of his team uh, to the protest. You had coach uh, Chad Pruitt, uh, who is known now as the father of Maddie Pruitt, who was on The <laughs> Bachelor. Um, Team Maddie Pruitt Matt, over here. Right, Team Maddie Pruitt. <laughs> and, even Matt, and even Maddie Pruitt herself was at the rally. Awesome. Um, uh, head baseball coach Butch Thompson was there, along with, um, I think, assistant coach Hudson was there as well. Tim Hudson, yeah. Uh, Tim Hudson, yes. And also, um, Bruce, he was there as well. <laughs> Bruce, I <laughs> oh, love it. Bruce, yes, and Bruce was there as well. And Bruce was seen uh, taking a knee when it was time to um, take a knee. Uh, it showed, and I do. I want to applaud Auburn University uh, President Jay Gooch uh, for not being silent. Uh, you know, there are still some universities and colleges out there that have that have that haven't said anything. Uh, and, you know, and I believe that silence is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, of course, you know, you know, silence suppresses as well as, you know, I know someone has said that great quote. Um, but I do want to applaud President Jay Goose for releasing not just one, but two statements uh, uh, for Auburn University. And because, you know, we have uh, black people and black teachers at Auburn University. Uh, I do want to applaud um uh, head coach Gus Malzahn, uh, in his weekly press conference last week, I believe, he said that, you know, he was truly disturbed of what was, go- of what was going on. And, you know, he had a Zoom meeting with his uh, coaches and players, and he just sat and listened. And, you know, and I will say this, you know, uh, my friend Kyle, you know, you can't be 
you have never been in my shoes as a black boy or right. a black man. And I think that's what uh, basically Coach Malzahn was saying is, you know, he's never been in a black person's shoes before. So he doesn't know how it actually feels, you know, what we actually go through. Right. And uh, I think that's another thing about this movement that's unique. You know, we're trying to bring awareness of, of what we go through on a daily basis. Uh, and I, I do applaud Coach Malzahn for doing that. Uh, Coach Pearl has also released something on, uh, on, on his Twitter account. Uh, voicing his support. Uh, and I think uh, our gymnastics coach, uh, Jeff Graeba, yep. yes, Jeff Graeba, he released something on his Twitter as well. And I think uh, the new the new volleyball coach, Coach Crouch, if I, am I saying his name right, Coach Crouch? I, you know, I actually haven't gotten to know uh, – I haven't met either many of these coaches yet, uh, unfortunately, but right. I haven't gotten to know what he's all about yet. So I could, I, you could be mispronouncing it – terribly and i wouldn't you know tell you otherwise <laughs> <laughs> well if there are any uh volleyball fans i'm a volleyball fan if there are any yes. volleyball fans who have been uh listening and if i'm pronouncing the name wrong please take this mistake for love but uh he alongside with other sec volleyball coaches uh released a statement of support uh you know as coaches across I uh, think our swimming coach and our the Auburn swimming coach, along with other swimming coaches in the SEC as well, also released a statement of support. So you know there there's change, and you know there's a there's a want to do better. See, mm-hmm. you have to want to do better in order to do better. Right. Um, so, and I do applaud, and and, and I, I say this one for last because uh, this is huge for me. This is huge for every uh, black student on the campus of Auburn University. This is huge for every black athlete. On Auburn University, to have the first black athletic director at Auburn University to be Alan Green uh, is special. Um, Alan Green's probably one of the best, if not the best, athletic director in the SEC and in the NCAA. Uh, and I don't say that very lightly. I truly and strongly believe that. Uh, he made a video uh, on Twitter and released it. I think it was released on Facebook as well. I encourage you all to listen to that. Uh, he took over something that most thought couldn't be done. And I do applaud him for that. Um, and, you know, his, I, I had an opportunity to talk with athletic AD Green before. And uh, we, there's a black students union at Auburn University that I was a part of. And he came and spoke. And, you know, he said, you know, he grew up in Watt in Seattle, Washington. I think I think that's correct of what he's told us. But wherever he grew up, you know, he said that you know he would get side eyed because of the color of his skin. And you know, and he said you know that uh, sometimes you have to prove people wrong. And you know, and I, I want to say to all of our Auburn, our Black Auburn athletes, whether they listen to this or whether however far this gets shared, that you know, uh, I care about you. I want you to do the best in all that you can do. And I want to say to our fans that, you know, I want you to treat our black athletes. I want the same way you treat them when they're on the field of competition. I mm-hmm. want you to treat them that the same way when you see them out and about walking in the streets or in the grocery store, right. at the barber shop, hair salon, whatever you see them at in, the, in the community, treat them the same way, treat them the same way you will treat them as they were playing their sport, bringing championships to Auburn. Uh, I want to bring up this great man uh, because uh, 
he was very vital to Auburn University, not just Auburn football, but Auburn athletics as a whole. He served as, as an athletic director, uh, the late great coach Pat Dye. Yep. Uh, what if he didn't bring in Bo Jackson to Auburn University? Wow. I mean, an Auburn University without Bo Jackson, I can't, I can't fathom that idea. Uh, coach Dye did something that wasn't popular at the time, you know, bringing in a black athlete. And I, I applaud uh, Coach Dye for doing that. I really do. And for all that he has done for Auburn, man, he truly rests in peace. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm proud of Auburn. Um, I want to say this. I forgot to mention this earlier. And like I told you yesterday, Mr. Kyle, that, you know, um, this is not a political issue. You know, uh, racism and, and prejudice and police brutality and discrimination shouldn't be a Democrat, Republican, or independent issue. It is a universal issue that needs to be solved by all. Uh, the only time politics should play a part is unless we need our political system to reform the police system or the justice system. Mm -hmm. But you know, love, we need to love all. I don't yeah. care if you vote red or you vote blue. We have to love all. And, that, and, and that's what we need to grasp. You know, life is too short for uh, petty differences. You know, it's just too short. Uh, Twenty, the year twenty twenty will be one for the history books. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. it, it will be one for the history books. Uh, you know, from um, the passing of the great Kobe Bryant to the coronavirus to what we are facing now. Uh, you know, it's a lot, and uh, and I want people to realize. I want our Auburn family to realize that we are truly an Auburn family. And I can say this about Auburn, you know, it amazes me how many people uh, support each other, no matter what race, what political affiliation, what uh, sexual orientation or whatever, or whatever your difference may be, you're accepted in the Auburn family. You know, there might be a few rotten apples out there in the bunch, but you know, but as for, uh, but those certain people don't speak for the whole entire Auburn family. And I, I do want to say that, you know, it's always great to be an Auburn Tiger. I know there were some people who were upset at Coach Malzahn for taking his team out. They're saying that uh, they should stay out of it and they should stick to practice. But, you yeah. know, and like I told you, if the people who do not stand for nothing will fall for anything. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's something we must remember. We, we truly have to remember that. I, you said a lot of great things there and a couple of things I want to, if I can remember to touch on them all, but um, one thing I do want to address from the specific, um, the peaceful protest that happened on Sunday, uh, one of two that have happened in Auburn. Um, I do. So I'm trying to get my, my words around this subject, telling someone that they should just stick to practice is very, in my view, where I stand now, very ignorant. Um, they have a right to go out and protest. Um, we have a right to disagree with that protest, but it's right. how you do it. It is not, it is words and actions together uh, alone. They're very powerful, but together they speak volumes. Right. Um, and so I, I think there were a lot of, especially on social media and, and, and folks, I love social media. It can be the greatest thing in the world, but my gosh, it can be the worst thing in the world, especially right. Twitter. Exactly. And, <laughs> right. and, and that's why I do my best personally. And I'm only speaking for myself, not trying to lift myself up here is I try to post nothing but positive or uh, positive focus things. You know, right now I've been posting a lot about what we've been going on, but, I, but my goal is not to condemn my goal 
uh, is to seek healing and to share inspiration and things like that. So, you right. know, people can turn something that was, that can, it is just as powerful for good as for bad. So I would say this, if you, if you have a problem with what happened uh, in terms of coach Malzahn, take or any coach taking their players out there away from practice as some of the argument was talk to some people about it don't go blabbering about it on social media i know right. there's frustrations i know there are a lot of valid reasons that people are frustrated and, and I, I subscribe to some of them but right now is the time for listening and then sharing and that's what happened between michael and i i let michael talk because he has something that's on his heart that is very important and then I shared my perspectives of it. And then we, we find common ground. And as I said at the very beginning of this, he and I found, and not shocked by this, that we have more in common than we have different. And the biggest thing here is, right. I, I think what you said, two things about how can you love someone uh, that you're, you claim to be so, how can you hate someone that you claim to be so close to, um, speaking about the Auburn family? You know, we are only, in terms of races, this is a very approximate number, we are only genetically different by 0.02%. Right. And we're going to let that divide us. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. That, that's, that, that's, that's, that's stupid. Um, so here's the, here's the thing too, that with you mentioned Pat Dye and obviously with him just recently passing, I love his statement about not just for race issues, but just how you treat your fellow man. And I don't, he didn't necessarily mean it this way, but I think it takes on a much bigger meaning right now. What we're coming on. It was after um, the, I believe it was the 1989 iron bowl. And he says, it doesn't matter who's rushing the passer. It doesn't matter who's catching it, who's making the tackle, any of that. It just matters that he's got a blue Jersey on. And I think that right there is, is important. It's very simple and it's a little out of context, but it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference just right. as long as he's got a blue Jersey on in terms of the Auburn family right here. Right. Um, and I, I think that is something that we can all get behind here. We may disagree with message. We may not disagree with the message. We might disagree with the messaging, but we can still get behind our fellow Auburn family members that may be hurting right now and understand where they're coming from. Right. Exactly. Uh, so what, um, I guess to start closing out our conversation, Michael, um, if you'd have some closing thoughts or something that maybe you would like to see happen, uh, some discussions that you think people should have with each other, uh, anything that you think you would offer a suggestion to someone to help continue to move this process forward. Well, um, I'm going to be uh, fully honest with you. Uh, and I want to refer back to what you just said earlier, uh, about people, you know, getting on social media. Social media is a great tool. It's a great way to connect. But if you're going to hide behind a screen and bash people for doing something that's near and dear to their heart, then you have no place um, in the Auburn family because, you know, we're about acceptance. And, and you know, we have to live by that creed. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think the creed is a, is a perfect tool to guide us through these difficult times in our country. The Auburn Creed is truly a great tool to use. Uh, far as solutions, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, if there's a solution, I will call the White House right now, ask to speak to <laughs> President Donald J. Trump and say, Mr. President, I am Michael Floyd, and here's a solution that will solve our problems. But unfortunately, there's not a solution out there for anybody. Uh, you know, these are growing pains in our country. And you know, once the pain, and once a person, a person physically, uh, 
experiences their growing pains, then they feel better. Once we get through these growing pains, uh, this will uh, this will get better. Uh, and like I told you yesterday, I'm not uh, I'm not glad Mr. Floyd's life was taken, but I'm I'm glad that a message was received by people from that incident. Um, it, 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 this is a this is a time in our country where we need to get on one accord. Whether we're red, yellow, black, or white, whether we're a Democrat or Republican, we need to get together uh, and, and join in unity. There's a there's a, a song that says, "When all of God's children get together, what a time! What a time! What a time it'll be!" I'm humming it in my time. head right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, this is uh, this is a time for all of God's children to get together. Uh, I was brought up in. Uh, a, a, a black black Baptist church all my life, uh, the historical Second Saint Shalom Missionary Baptist Church, where the Reverend Doctor Willie J. Blue is my pastor, and I've been under him for all my life. And he he spoke uh, on Sunday about the recent incidents, and you know he said, you know, it's time for us to love. It really is, and you know, as as love is an abstract idea, but we have to do it. Is that a, and you know, uh, but this has opened doors for us to communicate to one another about what can we do to fix. So you know, like I told you earlier, I've been in uh, meetings with all of my local officials. Uh, you know, all change doesn't happen overnight. Change doesn't take a week. Change is evolving, and you know, and we have to realize that you know we don't want what happened in Minneapolis to happen here in my city. And I'm pretty sure that's every man in the country right now. We don't want what happened in Minneapolis to happen here. Um, and, you know, I, I, I do uh, agree with some of the uh, country preachers. The, the, when I say country, I mean preachers all around in our country. Right. Uh, I do agree with what they're saying. You know, a common message right now is love. And, you know, if, if you or if you think it's something else, then I'm sorry, but you, you're wrong. Uh, this is a time to get together, uh, and for all and for all university to my Auburn family to my Auburn friends, uh, I say uh, you know when I'm in the stands in uh, Auburn Arena or during Hair or Plainsman Park, and there's a person of another color beside me, I don't care because we're doing something and we're doing it together and we're cheering on our Auburn Tigers. Whether you're at home listening on the radio during the games, or or however you celebrate in Auburn and Victory, when, when we roll tumors, we don't say we're gonna let the black people roll, then we'll let the white people roll, and we'll let the Mexicans roll. No, when we win, we go together. We go as one. We roll together. We 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 roll the trees together. We sing body together together. We we do track them together. We do two bits together. You know. Uh, when Mike Man says two bits, four bits, six bits a dollar, all for Auburn stand up and holler, you know, we don't, we holler together, you know, and and I think, you know, uh, things like this, I, and I will say this, I can't wait till sports come, when we start seeing sports again, because I think sports is, is one unit, unity tool that can be used, and, uh, you know, as I stated earlier, we have several black athletes, and I want to say to our fans, it's been, you know, I've I've been I'm in several Auburn Facebook groups and uh I follow several Auburn Twitter pages, you know. When you bash a player, whether you know it or not, they they will end up seeing it. Mm. 
or they will or they will have somebody tell them this or what you said. And that's not right. You know, bashing of players is unacceptable. Bashing of coaches is unacceptable. Um but now I my goal right now is to say this and I want I want everyone to please listen to me closely. We are one. If I go to the red bus and donate my blood, it's gonna come out the same way, the same color, your blood will come out. Wait, your blood doesn't come out orange and blue? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that that's a beautiful <laughs> message. Sorry, I had to I had to throw that it'll in there. Come, <laughs> it'll come out it'll come out red first but then all my open pride will start coming out behind it it'll like change it, colors it's like when it, it reacts <laughs> when it reacts to light it just all of a sudden starts it's like a sunset out there you know orange and blue in the sky how do you know god's an auburn fan because the sky is right. orange and blue <laughs> the sky is orange and blue but to all my auburn family war eagle i love you all um kyle i thank you for having me uh you know it's been an honor and you know uh, there's an old Negro spiritual that says, we shall overcome. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe that we shall overcome someday. Thank you for having me, Kyle. Oh, you are more than welcome. And you are also welcome back here anytime you want to talk about just Auburn in general. So let me just say this to close us out tonight. Um, first off, I said this at the beginning. You know, this is a very complicated issue. It's not simple. Uh, it's not going to get fixed overnight. It's, uh, it's something that needs to be talked about, though. Uh, because there are a lot of important feelings. Again, I hate using this phrase uh, on on each side of this. There, th- we're the sides that are happening are not whether racism is wrong and shouldn't be fought against. The sides that are happening is about how it is happening, ways it is doing, and we can come together to understand each other on that and to disagree. Because, like I said, I have some. I hundred percent agree with the message. I have some issues with the messaging, but that doesn't take away my love for Michael. That doesn't take away my love. Uh, for anybody that might disagree with me a little bit how things are doing. So for those of you that may be listening that don't necessarily agree with the way things are being shared right now, we hear you. And my door is open to anybody on any side of this issue to talk about these things. I'm here to listen first, ask questions and learn and maybe share my perspective with you. Uh, And that, that goes for right now, currently, or off in the future. And I'm sure Michael feels the same way. He wants to communicate about this with anybody as well. So I just, basically what I just did, Michael, is your inbox now with emails is going to be just overrun. So there you go. You're welcome. (laughs) So, but that's, that's the main thing we want to get here is please, before you react, breathe, think, and then love. And then we'll go from there and we can figure this thing out a long way. We shall overcome, as Michael said so very well there. And the main thing is we all bleed orange and blue at some point anyway. Uh, so Michael again thank you so much for being here let's continue the conversation offline uh, individually in small groups and let's uh, move forward together as the Auburn family War Eagle Michael War Eagle Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?